Ah, yeah. Welcome in. Welcome back to another episode of the Format Podcast. Got a pretty interesting show for you here today. I'm going to talk some uh, Shaquille O'Neal and his really interesting comments lately about Steph Curry, the babyface assassin. But before we get to that, if you're here on YouTube, you already know what time it is. Please go ahead, click that subscribe, that like, and that notification bell. And just to let you know, we're uh, getting up close to the 800 subscriber mark, which is, um, you know, I really appreciate everybody who's uh, watching and subscribing and commenting and uh, watching the YouTube reels and the, I'm sorry, the YouTube shorts and the Instagram reels and the TikTok and all that and um, coming over and subscribing to the channel. And there's going to be a benefit to that. OK, um, looking to get to that magic number of 1000 subscribers. And once we do that. I'm going to start hosting live call-in shows, which I know some of you would really look forward to because I know there's a lot of people who don't agree with uh, a lot of the takes I have and a lot of things I say, and they'd love a chance to go at me. And that would be great because I love the interaction. I love the chance to further, you know, talk to people and kind of hear their viewpoints because a lot of times when you leave a comment, that's, that's not really enough to really get what your what your point is across. So the opportunity to really have the live call-in shows and talk to you guys directly, that's going to be awesome. So I need you to help me get there. Please go ahead, click that like, that subscribe, and that notification bell. Let's get to 1,000 subscribers. Make sure you share the channel with other people you know who love the sports talk and uh, love a different voice and a different perspective. Also, if you want the audio-only version of the podcast, go ahead, open up your audio podcast platform, hit the search bar, type in the format podcast. We should come right up. If you enjoy the content, please make sure you give us that thumbs up, that like, give us that five-star review, leave us a comment. All that stuff helps us rise in the algorithm, helps us find more sports fans, helps more sports fans find us. Now let's get right to it. Shaquille O'Neal is known as one of the most dominant players in the history of the NBA, right? I would say it's Shaquille O'Neal and Wilt Chamberlain in terms of sheer brute physical dominance, strength, speed, agility, and just, just complete dominance, right? Um, there was a time for a stretch, maybe about a five or six year period where Shaquille O'Neal was absolutely untouchable, could not be guarded, and you just couldn't do anything with him. Uh, that led to three straight championships, a three-peat, right, with Kobe Bryant as his number two. And uh, real quick before we get to that, I know there's a lot of people who don't like Kobe or who are pro-LeBron and want to say that Shaquille O'Neal carried Kobe. And while Shaquille O'Neal was absolutely dominant, Let's not be ignorant. Kobe did his part and got busy too. And you don't believe me, that's fine. You can go look that up. Anyway, back to that. Um, Shaquille O'Neal was just an absolute monster in his prime, right? And that led to three straight NBA Finals MVPs and four championships. Cool. So now, um, obviously, he's had a Hall of Fame career. He's a top 10 scorer. And by most people's opinion, a top 10 player of all time. And, you know, again, one of the most dominant players of all time. With that, he has parlayed that into a tremendous amount of off-court success. And one of the things that he's well-known for now, well beyond his playing years, is the fact that um, he's on one of the best sports shows on TV, and that's the NBA on TNT with uh, Ernie Johnson, uh, Charles Barkley, and uh, Kenny Smith. And so the other night, uh, the Golden State Warriors hosted the Boston Celtics. The game went in overtime. Steph Curry hit a big three near the end of overtime, and then he hit two clutch free throws in order to seal the game. And following the game, you know, the guys were talking about it as they will normally do. And Shaquille O'Neal had some very interesting comments. So what we're going to do, I'm going to play those comments for you. His uh, discussion is a little back and forth on that with Kenny Smith. We'll come back. We'll discuss it. All right. So check those out and then we'll get back to it. I'm wondering, not saying, I'm just wondering because he's been consistently the best shooter his whole career. I'm wondering, is it time to start putting him as the best player of all time? 
Best player. I was there. Over, you put him over you. In, in, in the conversation. I'm asking you. Yes. You put him over you. Okay. You yourself way put better. Steph Curry yes. over you. Yeah, that, this is why he's my favorite player. Cause I'm not saying favorite. Played, he might be my favorite too, but I'm just asking you I think played, he's better than you. I played 20 years, watched 20 years before that. I've never seen a guy like him. And he's doing it consistently, and he has championships. You put him Maybe over Michael. Time. No, I, no, I'm not putting him anywhere. I'm saying, okay, you know, for all the chitter chatter, is it time to just put him in the conversation? I think, I think, I think he's a. Uh, I'm asking the fans, is it time to you know start putting him in the conversation as well, I'm one of the best players ever? I'm gonna put it as a fan. Yes, I think know. in terms of position, you could say, is he one of the best in his position that ever play? But I think the one thing that separates yourself, Jordan, LeBron is the ability to affect the game in so many other areas. Well, okay. Because one part of one part of one part of I'm not saying one part of basketball I mean, for stuff. No, we, we have he's also have he's got great teams and I'm not saying we're not taking it away from his greatness to say he's is it time to put him in the conversation. I'm just asking the question. Yes or no. If you're having no. the conversation, his name would come up. No, no, if I'm name, having no. The conversation, yeah. as the I best player ever. No, yeah. Not as the best player ever. He can do it all. Except no, he's, he's, he's the best position. He might be he, best in his position. Hey, man, he can do it all. No. Listen, his his title is solidified. He's the best shooter ever by far. But I'm saying because of what he's done and how long he's done it, do we put him in that conversation? So, um, I know that a lot of times Shaq says things to kind of uh, spur discussion and get people thinking and get people talking. And... He seemed really serious here. I'm not sure if that's what he was trying to do. Uh, the thought of Shaquille O'Neal asking the question. Now, notice he was very careful in the way he worded that, right? Shaq's not a dumb guy. He worded that very carefully in saying, I'm not saying he is, but I'm asking the question, is it time to start the discussion? And for me, no, it's not time to start the discussion. I have all the respect in the world for Steph Curry. I'm a huge Steph Curry fan. I love that nobody expected him to be what he's become but he has become it regardless. I love the fact that he's a four-time champion, a one-time finals MVP. Um, I, I love it. Uh, I love the fact that he has, you know, been a major foil to LeBron James on the championship stage in his career, right? We know that LeBron James is an all-time great and he's a guy that clearly is within the GOAT conversation. Not for me, but for a lot of people. Um, and that's fine. But I like the fact that Steph Curry has broken it up, right? Uh, the league, if if one guy or one team is too dominant, can get boring. And Steph Curry has been able to, you know, play his role in kind of being a foil or a rival to LeBron James. It's not Magic and Bird, but for this era, at least for, you know, the last 10 years or so, it's, you know, it's been pretty constant. And so that's cool. Anyway, um, Steph Curry is a guy who... Kind of the merits of his case are are this, right? Um, he's a guy that most people can't identify with, right? We talked about Shaq earlier being the most one of the most dominant, if not the most dominant player of all time. And that's nothing but genetics, right? He's what seven feet one, you know, at his peak, he was about 330, 340 pounds. He was, you know, almost inhumanly strong, but also he could run the floor like a deer. He was incredibly agile. He could block shots, he could rebound, he could do all those things, right? And that led to the dominance. Now, everybody simply can't do that. You just can't, right? You have to be born that way with those type of gifts. Now, Steph Curry, he's about 6'3", he's slighter frame. Now you can see over the past few years, he's really put in the time in the weight room. 
and developed his body, right? He, he's done a tremendous job with that. But Steph Curry is something that more people can aspire to because he's not, you know, absurdly tall like most NBA players are. I think the average NBA height is like six foot eight. So he's not absurdly tall. He's six three. A lot of people are six three in this world. Um, he he is, you know, very quick, but not super fast, right? Not Allen Iverson fast, not Russell Westbrook fast. He's not that, but he's very quick. Um, he's a guy who has developed his game through work and repetition. Most people regard him as the greatest shooter of all time. You might could make some argument for that. Maybe a Ray Allen, maybe a Reggie Miller, maybe some other guys like that. But if, in most people's estimation, and I don't think it's ridiculous or unfair to say it, he's the greatest shooter of all time. Um, the guy is, uh, for his career, what's he? Uh, let's see here. He's 91% from the free throw line, 43% from three-point range and 47 and a half. So we can round up to 48% field goal percentage. Like that's incredible to think that the dude almost shoots, you know, uh, 40, 50, 90 for a career. Like that's absurd. And so Steph Curry, he is uh, motivational to the average person because basically the thought is if you put enough work in, then you can be great at something, right? And th there's a lot of guys who obviously aren't as good as Steph Curry or as great as Steph Curry, I should say. There's a lot of guys who you know, put the time in and put the reps in and make themselves into great shooters and make themselves able to move without the ball or handle the ball and get themselves to a position where they can be outstanding basketball players. Maybe they can make it to the NBA or, you know, they could be division one basketball players. That's not easy to do either. But the point I'm trying to make is everybody can't be Shaq as we know, but a lot of people can get, they obviously they can't be Steph Curry either, but they can make themselves into some lesser version of Steph Curry, which could possibly get them to the level that they want to get to and make them an outstanding player. So um, Shaq saying Steph Curry is in the argument for greatest of all time. I think he's absolutely not, right? A lot of people, after he won his last championship, had him uh, moving into the top 10 of all time. I did a show about that a while back. I also don't agree that he's a top 10 player of all time because then the question starts to become, who do you move out of the top 10? And you can go back and check that show and see your thoughts on that. But um, it's no disrespect to Steph Curry to say he's not in the GOAT conversation, right? Because that's a conversation limited to very few people. Now, I totally get if you're talking about influence on the game. Now, if you're talking about GOAT influencers of the game of basketball, it's who? Magic, it's Dr. J, um, it's obviously Michael Jordan, it's Allen Iverson, and possibly Steph Curry. That might be the fifth, right? In terms of influencing the game of basketball, the way it's played. Steph Curry, with his elite shooting, his ability to shoot from range, his ability to, to do the things that he does on the court, has changed the game of basketball from, you know, peewee all the way up to the NBA, right? Shots that he takes and has made a living off taking are shots when I was growing up would get you benched in the NBA or even in lower levels of basketball. They were considered bad shots. But now you got guys regularly taking, you know, 30, 35 foot three pointers. Why? Because of Steph showing that if guys can make them, these are not bad shots. Steph didn't quite usher in the three point era. That would be Steve Nash in the seven seconds or less um, uh, uh, Phoenix Suns under coach Mike D'Antoni. But he's the main progenitor of it, right? In terms of just, you know, taking tons and tons of threes. And now you see so many more players taking so many threes. The game has completely changed. I think I heard a stat yesterday that the Boston Celtics this season are averaging 42 three-point attempts per game, which to me, that's not basketball, man. I'm a diehard Boston Celtics fan, have been since Larry Bird was waving the towel in the garden, the old Boston garden, you know, back in 1986 when they won their last championship. But 
to me, just coming down and turning the game into a three-point shooting contest, that's not basketball, right? Basketball is running sets and really uh, creating offense and offensive schemes and defensive schemes and getting into the chess match. This right here, shooting a ton of threes is just a matter of, okay, whoever makes the most threes is generally going to win. And that, you know, again, that's not basketball. But it is the way basketball is played today, and Steph Curry is a major major reason for that maybe not 100% the reason but a major reason for it and it is what it is right and it's going to be what it's going to be now that said when Shaq talks about um should Steph be in the argument for greatest player of all time I think part of the things that you need to consider when you talk about greatest player of all time is a guy who could play and be absolutely great in any generation right and I don't think that's Steph Curry and again that's that sounds disrespectful but I don't think it is right because number one Steph Curry, if he came into the league into the 1980s and the 1990s, coaches would not be letting him shoot the way that he shoots as great as he is. They just wouldn't because that's not the way the game was played, right? The game was played, get it inside. The game wasn't played, you know, come across half court and pull up, even if you have the range or the ability to make it. So there's that. The other part is Steph Curry, for everything that he does well, is not an outstanding defender, right? And back then you had to defend or coaches were going to sit you. So now your minutes get affected, your production gets affected. And, you know, if your production is affected and not where it is today, then how can you be in the greatest of all time discussion? Because you don't have the statistical production to be there. Okay. Now the other part is the physicality of the game when in the earlier generations, right? 80s and 90s specifically. And the reason I talk about this, I also talked about this on a couple other videos, one being like, would Steph be as great if he played in other eras and is he top 10, blah, 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 right? So here's the thing, I've talked about this. Steph Curry, if he played in the 80s and 90s, he's going against all-time great defenders at the point guard position. He's going against guys that get you fit that are physical. He's going against hand checking, right? He's going against three-quarter court pickups. He's going against, in some cases, full court pickups, right? And all this stuff, Back then, it took energy just to get the ball across half court in a lot of cases, right? And so a lot of the energy that Steph has, and he is a tremendously conditioned athlete, so I'm not trying to take anything away from him, but being tremendously conditioned in an era where people can't touch you and there's less force applied on you is different than being tremendously conditioned in the old days, right? So if you go back and look, when Reggie Miller played and Ray Allen first came in the league, I think he came in the league in 1986. Reggie Miller came in the league either 87 or 88, right? So let's just say you're off ball. And Steph is one of the greatest off ball players ever, no question. However, while he's one of the greatest off ball players of all time, um, the rules, and I talk about the rules all the time, in the NBA have been changed to the point that, you know, they want what's called freedom of movement. So back then, you didn't necessarily have that freedom of movement. So when you're running the baseline, Guys are sticking their knees out. They're sticking shoulders out. They're sticking elbows out. You're getting chipped all the time running the baseline. So you have to be physically tough and you have to be in condition, right? Um, as I mentioned, bringing the ball up the court, being tougher, guys hand-checking you. All that is getting into your legs. And what do great shooters need most? They need their legs, okay? So even if Steph is doing his thing, by the fourth quarter, that stuff wears on you. And so is he the same player in the fourth quarter? I, we, I don't know, right? You have to be in the condition you have to be in in those days versus now is totally different. Now, you have to be in tremendous condition now because not necessarily than the 80s, but in the 90s, um, the game is faster today than it was in the 90s. There's no question about that. The up and down, the moving. But that said, when when people are leaning on you and weighing on you, 
it takes more. And so I really don't believe that Steph Curry would be the same player in the 80s and 90s that he is today. And that takes away from the argument for greatest of all time. To be in the greatest of all time discussion, you have to be able to dominate no matter the era, right? And the other guys who are in that, uh, maybe your Oscar Robertsons for the older guys, your Will Chamberlains for the older guys, obviously your Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, your Michael Jordan, your Magic Johnson, those guys, the LeBron James, again, I don't believe personally, and this is another show, I'm pretty sure I talked about this, that LeBron James would be what he is today if he played in the 90s. I absolutely don't believe that, but I'm not going to get into that. The point is, to be able to be in that goal discussion, you got to be able to be great in any era you played in. And I just don't believe that if Steph played back then, he would be as great as he is now. And that's no disrespect to him. That's just a function of the rules, the way the game is officiated, the way the game is played today. So anyway, um, what I want to know from you is what are your thoughts on Shaquille O'Neal and his comments that Steph Curry, maybe it's time that Steph Curry should be included in the GOAT discussion. Do you think he should be in it? Do you think um, Shaq is in the GOAT discussion? Who do you think is in the GOAT discussion? Leave your comments in the comment section. Q, 